Welcome to Behind the Mic, a show that spotlights WBOI volunteer hosts and the programs they produce. On today's episode, we'll hear host Julia Meek's interview with Rob Martinez. He hosts two shows on WBOI. Movie Music Spotlights dives headfirst into various movie soundtracks and is driven by Martinez's love for popular culture. It can be heard on Thursday nights from 10 to 11 p.m. His Nights Before Christmas specials air annually and celebrate the Christmas season. This interview was recorded in November of 2016. Rob Martinez, welcome. Hi, Julia. I think think we've ever met before. <laughs> How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for inviting me uh, in today. It's great to have you here. Now, you share two of your pop culture passions over the airwaves. Mm -hmm. Let's start with that movie music. Why does that have such a special place in your heart? Well, it's always something I've collected alongside with the Christmas music. I've always gravitated to it. I love it. And it's really, it's the classical music for our generation. It's great stuff. I mean, some of the soundtracks like Jurassic Park or uh, Superman the movie or or some of these themes, John Williams. I mean, I'll think of all the movie scores that he's done with Steven Spielberg. Some of these scores are so powerful on their own without the movie. It's amazing stuff. And then when you add the visuals to it, then and then you got a double plus good situation there. So how do you go about creating these weekly movie music spotlights? I start with either an actor, an actress, a film director, or a theme of my choosing. And the first thing I do is I plan out what movies I, I want to feature during that episode. And then I have to find the music from each mm-hmm. one of those individual movies, which can be tough, mm-hmm. very tough. But um, I'm able to put the music together. And then I search for movie clips, sound bites uh, for these movies. Sometimes I have to go to a couple of libraries and you use DVD stores to find these things. It actually ties everything together quite nicely. You can hear the evolution of the theme or the or the person's career as you listen to the show. So I'm having fun with it, and it's been over two years, and I'm looking forward to as many, many more years as I possibly can. As are all of us, and congratulations on Thank all you. of that. About how many recordings in your vast and varied music collection? Christmas and movies? Your whole movie My yeah. whole movie collection. Oh, boy. <sighs> Round it off to the nearest thousand. I... Ugh. Good question there, Julia. I'm going to say it's probably close in the 5,000, 6,000 range, somewhere in there, because music was a huge passion for me as a kid growing up. Actually, the very first record I actually bought was the Beatles' Yellow Submarine soundtrack. So it combined rock, it combined movie soundtrack. That all was All pop culture all goodness. All pop culture goodness. <laughs> and that was the very first one I bought when I was five years old. Since then, I've, you know, whenever I see records at thrift stores or secondhand stores or music stores or whatever, I gravitate towards it. I, I, I try to see if there's something interesting or weird or unusual in there. And then Christmas came out of that, really. So, yeah, it's been a passion of mine. Fair and square. Mm-hmm. Now, I am curious, with that much audio in your collection mm-hmm. and that you share on air, what ephemera do we find <laughs> alongside it? Well, I have a little obsession with the Chicago Cubs, 2016 <laughs> World Series champions. All right. I do have a lot of their sports memorabilia and stuff like that. But if you're wondering about music memorabilia and stuff, I probably own 1,500 to 2,000 issues of Life Magazine, Look Magazine, Saturday Evening Post, and nothing but December issues. <laughs> nothing but December issues. Because I look through the pages of every single one of these for the Christmas ads, and I I scan them and I put them into my file of images that I use for inspiration, decoration, and uh, other projects that I've done during Christmas time that I'm very, very proud of. 
Have you run out of wall space for movie posters yet? I don't collect too many movie posters. I used to at one point in time, but they take up way too much space, believe it or not. I used to work at Suncoast Motion Picture Company, which was a a retail store that sold movie memorabilia. And I never had a paycheck there because it was always going to collectible toys and some movie merchandise and stuff like that and, and posters. But uh, no, a lot of that stuff got sold on eBay to afford other Christmas music and, and other music. It's a cycle. As my friend Bill Adler says, you have to edit. You have to reduce every now and then. You have to let some of that go. And so, yeah, I've done quite a bit of that over the past couple of years during Movie Music Spotlight, actually. It's like, okay, I need more room for my soundtrack here. What am I going to do? So that, that's how that works. We all have to have our uh, pop culture priorities, sure. you might say. definitely. All right, yeah. I got that one. So if music is your passion, I would have to say that Christmas music is your obsession. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Thankfully, no one's using the basement at the moment in our household. It's concrete down there, solid floating. Actually, if everyone remembers Dr. Demento, um, the the, the guy who used to play the weird, wacky music on the radio... His house collapsed because he had all of his records on the first floor. It actually sank into the basement. I did not do that. I put everything into the basement. It's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> wise, wise move. So for your Christmas specials, and those do include December holidays and mm-hmm. your opposite holidays that would be in July, just when everybody needs a shot of Christmas music. Right. The listener's choice format that you use, how does that work for your holiday enjoyment? Oh, it's great because the fact that I'm playing this obscure music is so satisfying to me personally. But at the same time, there's people out there who are listening who are actually like, oh my gosh, I remember that when I was seven years old. I heard that song and that was part of my Christmas. Thank you for putting it on the air again. That's why I love being able to broadcast this every December, and I thank WBOI for allowing me to do it, because if I can help someone connect to a memory that was from a Christmas past, and in the process make new Christmas memories for them, then that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. I mean, it really is simple. I mean, that's why I love doing it. That's why I love discovering new Christmas music. And rescuing Christmas music, because a lot of this Christmas music that I collect, no one's heard before, or or they've forgotten it. And so me and a band of Christmas music collectors that uh, that are out there that I know and I I talk to all the time, we're sharing this stuff. It's a a nice little tight-knit community. And they're thrilled that I'm able to play my music during December. It's been wonderful for me. I thought I would be able to impress just those people in that community. And that's what I really wanted to do. I just want to say, hey, guys, I'm on the radio. I'm playing the music you always wanted to hear. There you go. But when actual people started connecting with me on Facebook and and, and saying, wow, I haven't heard this before, and this is a great show, and people from all around the world, people listen in Norway and England and Canada, people as far away as as, uh, China connect and and say, boy, I I love your show. So yeah, it's been been a wild, crazy ride. It really has. And it sounds like it surprised you just a little bit that it did get this popular this quickly. Yeah, that's the power of the internet. I knew I had tapped into something there. It was going to be special. And thankfully, it continues to be. And I, I, I just have so much fun putting it together. I really do. Again, everybody is glad you do because it sure is fun to listen to. And that's Mm -hmm. what makes your programming so very special. Now, Rob, you also have a passion for production, Mm -hmm. even beyond your own shows, which you produce. And you do a variety of things for the station. What itch does that satisfy? 
It's fantastic because it's creative. It allows me freedom to do segments like the entertainment report, which I did for two and a half years. It allows me to do the weekly experiment segment, which I've done for almost four and a half years. I'm allowed to take this segment, put sound effects underneath it, and listen to things. And it's fantastic. It also allows me to contribute to this station, which has been very, very kind to me and very, very generous to me for allowing me to play the music that I want to play. Since I've been here, I've done open house spots, fun drive spots. I've done segments with Kelly McEvers and David Green. I've done so much production work here. It's just a blessing. It really is. The creative juices flow when I'm given a blank piece of paper and say, okay, here, go do it. It's like, wow, that's the greatest thing in the world for me. Okay, every week, new show coming up. What am I going to plan? All right, let's go on the journey. Same thing with Christmas. Same thing with all the production work I've done here. Journey is a great way to put it. Mm -hmm. And you, sir, are our leader. Yes. That's uh, for sure. I'm committed, and some people say I should be. So... Where do your pop culture sensibilities take you when you're not doing radio? My family. I'm a stay-at-home dad. When I first got to Fort Wayne, I listened to WBOI, and I was taking care of three kids as they grew up. I'm very proud to say that I've watched every single one of my kids grow from infant to teenager. And then I got into Fort Wayne Theater for a while, and that, for five years, was a good distraction. But as they've gotten a little bit older, and uh, I thought, okay, what else can I do now? And when... Julia was doing a session of Meet the Music, and my good friend Mason Dillon was here recording. Andrew Anderson and she were talking and says, hey, do you know anyone who can do production work? And Mason was like, you're going to love this guy. He's fantastic. He's right up your alley. And so I came in in March of 2011, and uh, that's where it all started. And I've, I'm, I've been having a blast ever since. Greatest volunteer job I've ever had in Fort Wayne. As you like being one of the greatest volunteers, and so, yes, it's definitely a mutual <laughs> thing. So... With five years under your belt, mm -hmm. are you going to stick around here for a while? Oh, I hope so. They haven't asked me to leave yet. <laughs> and uh, no, I'm really excited about the future of this place. It's been so much fun working with everyone who's come through here. I mean, there are so many people. The fact that they consider me part of unofficial staff, Peter Dominowski keeps redoubling my salary every week. <laughs> it's, it's great. And I hope to stay here for a while and, and, and until something else comes along, and then we'll see what happens. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to like the move and, and the new station and whatever part I can help getting them there to the next step of the journey is, is what I, I, I hope to do. That's great. And um, last question before I let you get back to whatever pop culture <laughs> quest you're on next. Okay. What does all you do for WBOI do for you? When I was a kid making Christmas tapes in my room back in Illinois, I actually had a notion one day that I would be at a radio station playing music. And it's just, it's amazing how that, that notion turned into a reality. I'm very, very grateful for the fact that WBOI has allowed me to continue with that. And that's why I continue to come in and do all the production work. I want to pay them back as much as I can. So it means a lot to me, and I'm hoping that it means a lot to everyone listening. And I, I hope to continue to produce programming that will entertain, inform, and, uh, you know, have fun with it. Rob Martinez is the producer host of WBOI's Movie Music Spotlight and annual Christmas music specials. Rob, thanks for making time for us today, and please keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Juliet, and uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Behind the Mic is hosted and produced by Julia Meek. You can find other Behind the Mic conversations at WBOI.org or wherever podcasts are found. And be sure to tune in to 89.1 FM for more NPR news and diverse music. Our music is by Mark Waldick.
Thanks for listening.